1: Welcome back to Talking Backwards. I am Dave Jackson. I'm joined by Patrick Mahan. Hey, everybody, and Tyler Mullins. Yes, we have.
0: We are literally five minutes removed from watching this episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is Tyler's first <laughs> oh, watch. My Tyler's gosh. It, so Tyler's only got one watch in for this. Yes, uh, you haven't had the opportunity to watch this multiple times because we wanted to watch this one with you. We've done this a few times, not too many, but there's definitely certain episodes I think we should watch together. This being one of them. I think this is arguably the most important episode of Twin Peaks. Um, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I feel like too much
3: was revealed <laughs> right, in this episode. I'll <laughs> you <know>, blame ABC. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: there was a lot of big stuff that happened all in one episode that definitely could have been spaced out a little bit more. But For sure. I, I think b- being done the way that it is done is yeah. just that much more of a whopper. Right. Well, I think episode. Lynch and Frost
0: too were just like, we're going to go all out and if this is how it's going to have to be, then we are going to make sure that it's a possible episode possible? that we can do.
1: At one point, did they start to get pressure to <sighs> just,
0: like, you got to reveal the killer. Right. Well, I think they were getting that pressure, that pressure the whole time. Like, since... The pilot finale. I think they were just always getting it is so dumb. I mean, but at the same time, you have to remember back in this time, any other show like this, any other, you know, especially like a cop drama, every, all the mysteries in the episode were getting revealed by the end of the episode. You weren't getting these Mm. stories told over. This isn't law and order. No, I know. I know. (laughs) But think about too, just when characters, you know, come and go on the show, even look at someone like Philip Gerard, who, you know, he had a prominent, uh, uh, episode you know where they go and meet him like the first time in the hotel like yeah. in season one but then you don't see him for a very long time and he's something like could you imagine just trying to like jump into this sh- series back then when you you know you didn't have dvr i mean i'm sure people were recording it on vhs every week mm-hmm. but it's not it's not it wouldn't have been an easy show to follow back in that time
1: i, I yeah i think that's what made it not was,
0: as That's what made it ahead of its time yeah it,
1: it's, <laughs> it's what made it so much less accessible to a casual viewer this is a running narrative it's not episodic yeah shows weren't like this yeah it doesn't have an introduction a plot and a conclusion right it's all one big interconnected story and you can't you can't just jump in you would no. have to, you would have to go back and start from the beginning which you couldn't do at the time right they didn't have a box set of this
3: i started watching lost in season
0: five <laughs> <laughs> you started like at season yep. five <laughs> big I mean, mistake hey, huge yeah i mean this i mean this is would be very similar in that way you couldn't just start you know you couldn't start the return
2: <laughs> <Go. watching laughs> me. yeah I, I know i know
0: <laughs> um, but yeah this is a very important episode i'm excited to talk about it i'm excited to hear tyler's initial reactions and thoughts so yeah let's,
2: let's, shall we begin yeah let's get all started all right
0: let's get to uh Let's get to some stats on the episode. This episode is called Lonely Souls. We are looking at season two, episode seven, 15th overall. I hate you so (laughs) much. Episode 14 of the series. Uh, Most importantly, this episode was written by one person, and that was Mark Frost. Oh. And it was directed by David Lynch. Perfect. So this was a Lynch Frost (laughs) production. This is a very Lynch Lynch Frost production. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, like... They wanted to make sure only they would know what was going on, you know, cause those are the only two guys that knew the killer from at least day one. Even, it, you know, even though they say they never wanted to reveal it, I'm sure even if it wouldn't have happened now or at a later time, the killer would have, I just feel like even if it was like the very last episode of their fourth season, <laughs> we'll assume <laughs> they made it that far. You know, I feel like it would have gotten revealed eventually. Yeah. Well, th- there've been enough clues to drop to that. Like, so in.
1: uh, Eventually it gets explained as to why it is who it is. I felt so stupid.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing. So when you go back and rewatch, especially for Utah, when you go back and rewatch from the beginning now, there's just some obvious clues (laughs) here that point to this. I mean, you already you said it. I'm pretty sure you said it right when it happened. You were just you looked at, you looked over, the look on your face was amazing <laughs> for the killer reveal, by the way. I know we're jumping ahead, but this is, we're already leaning into it and it just, it's going to get, it's just going to have to get talked about this way. Um, but you, you had this amazing reaction, but then not even a few seconds later, you just said something like, oh, well that's obvious or that was obvious. Uh, oh, that, that, that makes so sense. Much sense. Oh, that yeah. makes so much sense. That, yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. That makes so much sense.
3: Well, it, yeah. And knowing that now, like, I think it was last episode, I was like, no wonder he has a daughter like that. You did say that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did say that, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. weird that it's it's him. Yeah, well, it's tough. That-
0: it's tough, too, because it's not an easy thing to want to think about and talk about, especially when it comes to knowing the fact that the things he did to her, like molesting yeah, sure. her and that stuff. Yeah. And, again, this is a show where... <laughs> no one was touching this kind of subject either back then. And no one really, I mean, there's obviously incest comes up and stuff like Game of Thrones and, you know, it's like, it's still, you know, around, but this is kind of an intense way of going about that subject. And
1: And culturally, like, so with Game of Thrones, like in medieval times, incest was just a thing. Right. Like you, you kept your bloodline pure for the sake of royalty. But in modern day society, yeah. Yeah. Not kosher. Yeah. It's
0: one of those things where if you're the audience and you're just begging for this reveal, and then you get this reveal, do you really know? I, wanna, like, I want another one. Back. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Did you really give me wanna, else. Did you really want to know? Give me the
1: international pilot ending. Yeah. It's like, did you? Did you really? want is to know half
3: <laughs> accurate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll get to that. We We also watch the international pilot ending. We'll have to get that discussion in at some point. But yeah, it's like would you really wanna did you really want to know this? You know, you were begging for like, it. Are you ready you for got. this truth? And I think that also might have been I don't know for sure, but that might have been one of the things that might have turned some people off from it and, and also helped lead to the decline of or the end of the show, I should say.
1: And I could see it being pretty confusing too. Yeah. like for people who just can't grasp that concept. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So like not not even about the the possession thing, right, but yeah. about right things like abuse and molestation within families for for that to be the reveal and for someone to see that and just say i don't get it because they can't grip the concept of that being a real thing that happens yeah so that that probably pushed some people away too is like well they they revealed it but i still don't understand right it's just it's
0: it's too yeah, too hor- horrific to wrap your mind yeah, around yeah yeah, I think we should start back at the beginning of this episode. Uh, Let's go to the police station. To the police station, we've got our whole crew lined up here. It's the next morning. Mm-hmm. Mike is still Mike, or Philip Gerard is still <laughs> yeah. Mike, I yeah. should say, which is so funny. Still Mike form, yeah. Yeah, I love that when he speaks, we get that sinister tone playing, and he's just <laughs> repeating the poem. Um, and then the music just stops. it just stops as soon as he stops, and Cooper's just like, "Yep." <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like, "Well, wait, everybody, all set." Yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> good. That was my favorite. Just the complete dismissal yeah. of him going through the whole
0: description of the Great Northern again. Yeah. I lo- I love the I love the classic David Lynch. It's the wide shot. It's mm-hmm. a still. It doesn't change. Yeah, it's, a it's almost shot. like it's like we're sitting in the lobby, like with them, just watching <laughs> this unfold. Right. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, I love, uh, you know. T- uh, he's Cooper's telling Hawk to go check out Harold Smith's, and I just love Hawk. He's just like, as soon as I finish my coffee, <laughs> <laughs> I will head on over yeah. there because <laughs> you know you got to have your coffee. Coffee first. is at the forefront this episode. Yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah, but yeah, that's a great opening scene. Uh, Gordon Cole tells us that he's got a. Go- he's going to Bend, Bend Oregon, yeah, for some hush hush <laughs> business. Mm-hmm. Real hush hush, official business. Yeah, real yeah. hush hush.
1: I love Gordon Cole. Sad to see him go. Also Hope we see Gordon him Cole. soon. Yes. To get into the next scene, we hear just a lot of thumping. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, a this of-
3: gave me so much anxiety. There's so much happening, and I I could never
0: figure out what I was supposed to be paying. Attention I think David to, Lynch was just like, we need sailors. <laughs> yeah, and we need a bunch of balls. Give them all balls. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't tell them what to do. It'll happen naturally.
0: I love it so much. It's it uh, was.
1: Awful. (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: it's also, too, it's like, what am I focusing on? Why is this happening? What is Mike looking at? He's like, just, his eyes are wide, like, looking for Bob. No, (laughs) no, no, no. No. Oh, what was the one subtitle? Balls uh, Bouncing. Balls Continue Thumping. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With Mike's face just like... Lean back in a
1: chair, just staring up. (laughs) And the subtitle is, Balls Continue Thumping. It's It's great. It's
0: all been there. That's not my life. I also love the shot of Ben Horn with a cigar in mouth. Power walking? Power walking down the hall. Because I guess he hears probably a combination of the balls bouncing Mm -hmm. and sailors chatting and Mike (laughs) screaming. Every, Every guest
1: has been pulled from their rooms and gathered in the lobby. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure that's got his attention. Literally every guest who's staying in the hotel is having to be sniffed by Mike.
3: (laughs) But didn't he say they'd been there forever? Like, why would they get these random
1: guests? Got to cover all your bases. That
3: have apparently just pulled
1: into port. Yeah, Ben Horn walking into the room. is Really weird stuff. Is what made me think to myself, (laughs) this whole place has to smell like cigar smoke. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wooden hotel that you can smoke in. It stank.
0: Yeah. Surprises allowed, but it's also the early 90s, so I guess oh, yeah. it's not that mm, no, surprising that's...
1: at all. No. All right, uh, Hawk has gone to check on Harold Smith's house. Walks in, places a mess. Yep. Orchids smashed to pieces yep. all over the place.
0: Bit of a sad story.
1: Bit of a sad story. And uh, we see through the greenhouse window that Harold Smith has killed himself.
0: I'm not so sure,
1: but... Hung and hanging. We'll get to that at some point.
0: So there's a note.
1: What is that? A note? <laughs> it is a
0: note. What, what does the note say, Dave? Je Where have we heard that before, Dave? Cream corn boy. Cream corn boy said it. Mm, and what did cream corn boy and his grandmother do? They magic. told... Magic. Yeah, they did magic. <laughs> they told Donna, Donna to go check out Harold Smith. That's right. I just think it's something to think about is all. I, I have a bit of a thought possibly on this, but... I think that kid Lynch. Kid Lynch? he David Lynch. David Lynch. Lynch Yeah, I think there might be, I think there might be a connection there. If he didn't kill himself, I think there might be some spirit work. Some foul play. play. Whether or not he killed himself or it was someone else. Owl play. Owl play. If it was owl play. (laughs) I think we need to take a moment for Harold Smith. Missy Harold. Sorry. Sorry, Harold.
1: Sorry about all that. I, I guess. guess he was
0: just cursed by the orchids.
1: Boo.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else do they find here at Harold's? Well, the, the note translates to I am a lonely soul. Or I, oh, ha- that's right. I have a lonely soul. Yeah, the
0: name of the episode is Lonely Souls.
3: Whoa. No surprise,
1: Martin. Now, in the mess, we find a book, and it is The Diary of Laura Palmer. Secret diary. The, the Secret, secret di- diary. Of but Laura that's Palmer. not
3: the title of the
1: diary. Right. It says, this is the Diary of Laura Palmer. Right. Back at the Palmer household, Leland and Sarah are just having some coffee on the couch. Yep. Yeah. Maddie comes in. She's got some coffee.
0: Louis Armstrong's playing on the record player. Yeah. Yeah. What a wonderful Uh, world. Yeah. Yeah. Not so wonderful, huh?
1: (laughs) It's freaking weird. Kind of a bummer of a world right now, but Maddie comes in and sort of sheepishly sits between... Sarah and Leland super close.
0: It's very weird. close. There's a lot of room there too on the other side of Leland.
1: I feel like, well, that's where his coffee's sitting. She can't sit there. Mm. It's, on got the, it. it's on the couch. She sits in between them. <laughs> I like that. He, he looks at her and goes, Oh, you got some coffee. Great.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, good. good for you. I knew you could do it. Yeah. It's weird that she's just, it's the way she's talking is weird to me. Cause she's just like, well, it's almost apologetic. It's, yeah. It's like, sorry, I have to, I have to go now. I don't belong here. I've, been here way too long. I came here for a funeral and I'm still here seven years later. I showed up uninvited and stayed with you. Yeah, And my, and my parents didn't come. It yeah. was just me. And I'm not in high school. I gotta get back to my apartment. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. That is some shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's confusing. What time is it? I'm
1: missing economics.
3: We
0: you know. know how time works. Yeah. No we don't. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> we might know.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's no need to apologize for showing up uninvited and staying in somebody's house with a really weird energy in the place. And then she's saying, like, well, this is a real bummer. I got to go. Yeah. But she's very apologetic, but they're very understanding.
3: But I'm pretty sure Leland, knowing what I know now, <laughs>
0: oh, the, uh, knows that she's not going to get far. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Also, need to know more about Philip Gerard takes this medicine to keep Mike at bay, but. Bob just comes and goes,
0: yeah,
1: he's unmedicated,
3: but like I feel like he would just always be Bob
1: in in a way, I guess he is it it may be so if if he's taking the medicine to keep him away, then when he has his opening, he may just come in full force and just take over, right, whereas if Bob is never blocked off, he can just kind of weave in and out as he sees fit, sure, yeah he can take a break, all right. I think Seemed like he was
3: eager for fun. <laughs> Spooky, <laughs> <sweaty>. <laughs> All right,
1: we got to figure out Bobby and Shelly's financial situation. Do we? You have to. They're yeah. not going to make it on forty-two dollars.
3: Yeah. For the month. So it's really up to for Bobby. The month. Which I um, feel like a thousand dollars in bills in the early nineties is a lot. Yes.
1: Yeah,
3: it is a lot. But I also feel they have like- to pay for that
1: liftomatic. <laughs> It's
3: if true. they just get $700 from insurance and she's working at a diner, yeah. I feel like she's not even making, she's only making, well, I guess, yeah.
1: Well, she's one of two servers that are yeah. <laughs> actively there, and she's there for 74 hours at a time. So,
3: I think Heidi works the night shift. There's not a night shift. We've established that they close at night. But they're
0: not a bistro anymore. That's <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, it adds up. Yeah, I don't think it's a special occasion that it happened to be closed so Hank could sleep there. <laughs> like, hey, do you mind closing the, <laughs> closing the restaurant tonight? Because I really need to
0: sleep.
3: Nobody's going to come in. Give Heidi the night off. Yeah,
0: but yeah, Bobby better take uh, care of it because he said he would. And I think the most, most important thing in this scene is Leo spitting <laughs> new, new shoes. shoes. And he says new shoes. Leo needs a new pair of shoes. Oh. So what is it that makes him
1: just start screaming? It, it was talking about he, he thinks he thinks he has hidden money. Oh right. And he just starts going ah! New shoes, new shoes. It's really funny.
0: Shelly starts screaming her head off. Yeah, cuz Shelly's not getting it. Bobby's put it together. Mm-hmm. That when he said that, he had that reaction and said new shoes. So that's why he's like, "Go get the receipt." Yeah, there's there's got <laughs> to be something. There got to be something about shoes. So he he asked
1: if he has bought any new shoes lately. She said no, but I've taken some boots for repair. He's like, "Go get the boots." There's something about it. All right, Tyler, it's uh and Benhorn. It is who, who still still tries to skirt the questions,
0: when she obviously knows, knows everything. 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 Well, the only thing she doesn't know is if he killed her. Mm-hmm. If he killed Laura Palmer, and he doesn't answer. He just says, "I loved her." Yeah, that's his reaction to.
3: He's got a picture of her on his desk. He's got a picture of her yeah, on his yeah. desk, which is yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. Like I yep. wish I had seen it. Like is that visible at all Not at any sure. point? Not
0: sure. I know I've pointed out there's a picture of Audrey because it looks like a still from The Pilot. Nice. I pointed that out before. Is she dancing? Yeah. In the <laughs> In and I feel donor. like the, sh- the sh- picture of her might be turned around or something, maybe. I could be misremembering or making it up, possibly. But yes, I don't know that we've ever seen the picture of Laura, but that would be something to pay attention for whenever there's scenes, I guess, in Ben's office mm-hmm. prior to. So, something to go back and check out. Listeners,
3: let us let us know if you've spotted Laura's picture on Ben Horn's desk or anywhere in his stuff.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, gross that he's slept with her. Yeah. Um it's really just it's just when you start thinking about who slept with who, there's there's uh, never a good time to bring it up, but I always think of the circle of of life. gross, we'll call it. Yeah. yeah. The circle <laughs> the of life. Circle of gross. <laughs> the circle of gross. And the circle so you think, of gross so we know that Laura and Bobby were together. Mm-hmm. Bobby and Shelly. Mm-hmm. Shelly and Leo. Mm-hmm. Leo and Laura. Mm-hmm. That's a circle. <laughs> Less a circle and more just a web. A square.
1: <laughs> a real, a cat's cradle <laughs> yeah. of, of partners. Yeah. But uh, a grab bag. Yeah. Of sex. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the almost node that took place where Audrey mentions that she was prudence in the white mask mm-hmm. at the great, or at a one-eyed jacks.
3: He has, I feel like his reactions to anything she said was not appropriate. Yeah. Like, Everything she told him, he should have had stronger reactions.
0: He should have had, he should have, he should have played. Well, it's the exact opposite reactions he gave Cooper in the last episode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Not the over the top, like, oh, you're not telling me anything I don't know. (laughs) No. Did you catch him?
1: (laughs) It almost looks like he's still plotting in his head every time she brings up something she knows about. Yeah. like, well, how do I get out of that?
0: Well, how do I get around that? Probably the wheels would probably be turning in his brain. He's like, oh. Oh, Um, you know everything. um, I can't do anything here. Right. (laughs) Until she mentions
1: prudence. And he's just like, I tried to bring my daughter.
0: Yeah. Well, that's when he's just fine. Yeah. I mean, even when when she, I think he realizes that in the beginning because when she's just like, I know about one eyed, or that you own one eyed Jacks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and and he's just like, okay, ask away. Yeah. Ask away. Just go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing I can do at this point. Clearly, you know. Asked about
1: Laura. It takes him a long time to admit that he slept with her. And I think, yeah, I think follow up. She just asks, did you kill her? Yeah. And he pauses again for a long, long time. Looks at the picture of Laura on his desk. That's never been mentioned before. No. And says, or has it? No. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. And then just says, I loved her. It's like, you and everybody else, buddy. Yeah. I don't. Join I don't the club. get it. Join the
3: club. She, she doesn't seem like anything that special. She's Laura
1: Palmer. Well, there was something about
0: Laura. That's a spinoff show. <laughs> something about Laura.
1: great so because Shelly has to be at Leo's full time I don't know what the plan is here also previously she'd already said she had to quit her job when they get the check yeah she says I'm gonna have
3: to quit my job yeah yeah I I didn't know she was still working Mm -hmm.
1: well I I thought in that moment she said I had to quit my job or did she say I'm going to have to quit my job
3: yeah I don't know why is she gonna have to quit her job if she needs money zero money (laughs) because she's gotta
1: stay home with Leo Mm -hmm.
3: can't Bobby just
1: keep no, no 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 spending the night <laughs> at mike's no no bobby's got to go back to school he's missing class yeah he's got football practice in march yeah that kid ain't graduating <laughs> he's missing economics as it is yeah Jeez. because she has to quit her job she goes to norma and just basically tells her the motherly figure in her life yeah like look, looking after leo is going to be a full-time thing you have to quit my job and uh norma threatens her to not try to get a job anywhere else
0: don't you get a job anywhere else? I'll find you.
1: Try and get another job and see what happens. <laughs> I'll find you.
3: <laughs> Why don't you just ask for a raise? I'd like to go part-time
1: and make
0: more money. No, we can't do that, honey.
1: And service doesn't work that way either. Like you get paid less than minimum wage, like, oh, yeah. like a quarter of minimum wage. Well, and and, and the your, sign, your income is tips.
3: The sign on the coffee machine said coffee was like five cents. I
0: think it was refills. And then, the then it says free cents. refills. Mm, it said something.
3: X amount of cents for coffee, free refills underneath. Interesting. I
0: think it was two cents.
3: They're making no
0: money. Mm-hmm. On coffee.
3: Or the if that's soup. how cheap it is, then Bobby's a really big tipper. The soup of the day is 20 bucks. The
0: split <laughs> pea and lamb soup. <laughs> yes. That was the soup of the day on this day in Twin Peaks.
1: God. Or after Shelly telling Norma she has to quit, uh, Nadine and Ed come in. Nadine blasts in, doing loop-de-loops, wants to jump She's up the counter. She's twirling. Yeah. Yeah, I guess loop-de-loops are kind of an aerial thing. Yes. Which I'm sure she could do. Yeah. Probably.
0: Yeah. She wants to know how long Norma's been working there. Oh, coming up on 20 years. You kid her. It's been about six weeks, right, Norma? Six weeks. Six weeks. weeks. <laughs> They get is wonderful in this scene
1: Yeah, Ed trying very hard to appease Nadine's fantasy and kind of let everyone know, like, yo, something's off here. It's kind of surprising that long. he hasn't,
0: unless he just hasn't had a chance, but I feel like that's unlikely to just tell Norma what's going on. Yeah. And I feel like he because was clearly out of the loop with Nadine's condition. At I, I feel like
1: he could just say it too. Feel like they could just come in and sat
0: down and she's like,
1: Hey, uh, she hit her head. She thinks she's 18. Just say it. Yeah. yeah. Like real quick. She didn't hit her head, but right, like she almost died. Now she thinks she's eighteen, right?
3: Yeah, which I, I mean, I just
0: like Norma doesn't look eighteen. Neither does Ed. Neither does no. Ed. <laughs> yeah. Everybody looks adult. Yeah, that's the confusing part. Except she did say, "Shelly, are you in my class?" She also seems to just buy every shallow excuse for
1: anything that's going on around her. Yeah. yeah. Like so, Nadine as an adult didn't seem this dumb. Like she seemed pretty in control. She was angry, but maybe overly so. Yeah, yeah, bitter.
3: Yeah, the it's world like, took my eye <laughs> and my drape runners.
1: Ed, yeah, they are. They're, they're kind of slowly catching on to the fact that Nadine is not well. Uh, she orders two milkshakes, but Ed changes his to a coffee. Yeah. uh, Shelly uncomfortably goes to get the shake and the coffee. Nadine's very excited about football season starting back up and uh, wants to make sure that Norma's cool with her seeing Ed, which seems to upset
0: Norma. Yeah. Obviously, she still loves Ed. Yeah. And Ed still loves her. I think she's just...
3: They're
1: they're both in complicated situations. Yeah. Yeah. And not really understanding Nadine's condition, too. She's probably just really annoyed by these statements. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. She's just annoyed annoyed with her. Mm -hmm. Nadine gets her shake. And doesn't get to drink it because she's, she's, I'm just so happy and blam, smashes it to bits. And her hand, hand immediately starts bleeding. Yeah. 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 Covered in blood. Covered <laughs> in blood. And I I thought for sure, because she leans over to Ed with her hand up, like just telling him how happy she is. I could just kiss you to death. I thought Ed. she was about to just smear the blood
2: all yeah. over his face. And Ed <laughs> is
0: probably scared that this, she might actually do that. Like yeah, when yeah. she kisses him, he might die. His head might pop like right. a melon. Yeah. I would be so scared. Because it obviously
1: hurts when she goes to kiss him because he's just.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, anytime she touches him, she
3: wrapped her bloody arm around her hand around him. And yeah. I, after the shot where she left and it was tied on Ed's face and he turned, I thought he was going to like turn towards the camera and that there would just the blood on <laughs> yeah. the side of his face. Just blood and
1: whipped cream. Oh, that would have been funny. <laughs>
0: That would have been very funny.
1: I was concerned that when he pulled back he was gonna have swallowed all of his teeth. <laughs>
2: oh god. Just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> my
1: teeth! You kissed him off. Kissed him off. <laughs> you kissed my teeth off. Hey, Mike's back.
0: Mike's back. Also. First Mike. Dada. Mike's back. I immediately looked as soon as Mike walked into Leo's house with Bobby. I immediately looked over you. I think before he even walked in to get your reaction. And yeah. you just threw your hands up. Like what? <laughs> Where's he been? Because we haven't seen him since the funeral. Laura's funeral. Yeah. That's a since long season time. Ago. Season one. Yeah. Like the fourth episode or something. Yeah. And I'm gonna excuse
1: it as he's been at school.
0: He's hmm. actually been going to school? Yeah.
1: He's gotta take sure. extra notes for Bobby.
3: Um by
0: that. I didn't miss him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you were happy to see him. He's still so. You were wrong. He's not dead. He is not oh,
3: dead.
1: Yeah. Or maybe he is. This is his cousin? Ooh. Oh. Or Bike? <laughs> this is a spirit mic we already have a spirit mic
0: yeah oh i see what you
1: did there
3: i don't know you know
1: i literally have no idea what i'm talking about so the way this plays out is weird so bobby and mike come in together
3: yeah okay first of all why is mike why does he have to be in this scene they're buds. If they're buds, he would have been around a lot more.
1: <laughs> okay, so here's why Mike is in this scene. Because he needed somebody to say, I've heard of people muling stuff in their boots before. But so had Bobby, and he said, I already checked the boots. You think he didn't check these? He's like, get a hammer. Which, And then doesn't explain okay. doesn't explain why I get a hammer. Bobby yeah. just comes back in and starts hitting the boot with a hammer. <laughs> until the heel pops off. Like, I can only assume this is what you wanted me to do. <laughs> yeah. Hits it until the, rocks it until the heel pops off.
3: Gets down and starts beating the boots. Was hammer. there
0: a real reason they had to take the boots back to Leo's even?
1: I mean,
3: I think they were just hoping
0: just in that. case Leo might say something yeah. else about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe just
1: trigger something. Yeah, yeah. They just keep saying,
2: new shoes,
0: new shoes. And spinning. Yeah. Stop
1: stop spitting. Yeah. Stop spitting. Maybe quit spitting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: He's got to be getting it everywhere. Yeah, that was
0: funny. He's ruining that robe. Yeah. That's sweet
1: robe. Sweet robe. I'm super jealous of it. I, need that. I I have a great robe. Katie got me one for Christmas and it's so good. But I, I see myself having a robe collection in my near future. Nice.
0: Just a bunch of good robes. Yeah. Dave Jackson, the robe collector. Ooh. I
3: That'll be on the back of all of his robes. <laughs> 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 his full
1: name and
3: Dave, Dave Jackson, <laughs> the robe collector. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: There's a badge on the inside of every one. I can just go. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's get back on track. Find a small tape in the heel of the boot. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. Nope. Oh, yeah. They found a tape.
0: Yeah. They so, found a tape in the boot.
1: He says, well, it's not money, but who knows? Another mystery. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it's not money. Yeah, I, I'm, I can look at it and tell you that's not
3: money. Yeah,
0: no, that is a micro cassette. That is a small tape. That might contain money. important information <laughs> regarding the money. The ribbon is
3: made of strips of
1: cash. Yeah. When played, it just starts spitting money out. Yes. I need that. I, I also need that. I got robes to buy. <laughs> I'm
0: guessing Bobby was probably hoping he was going to have all that drug money like in the boot. Or
1: something yeah. yeah he's gonna just have a wad of cash yeah. in the boot Here's also, five grand <laughs> he took the boots to get repaired and the repair guy just didn't spot this in there he was like All hey I, I need these fixed don't worry about the tape and then I assumed leave that.
3: that this particular <laughs> cobbler this bootsmith is in cahoots with in caboots? in caboots with Leo and so he he creates compartments
1: in his shoes for him to Store stuff. That makes so much more sense.
0: I like that theory a lot. Thank you, Tyler. You are welcome.
1: All right. Cooper has put together Laura's secret diary and is on the tape to Diane letting her know what he has found. Who the hell is Diane?
0: Oh, I think you know by now. I don't.
1: He's putting pieces together of the diary. Yep. So apparently there are multiple instances of Bob in the diary. Uh, he is referred to by Laura as a friend of her father's. Big clue, and yeah. I, this is where it's it's revealed that there's been a almost a lifetime of molestation, like from childhood. Bob has been appearing and molesting Laura, and knowing what we know about Bob, this is horrific. But
3: doesn't he no. look like Leland? I know. I, I, I wonder. I, if, she, I wonder if she sees
2: Bob. She, she's. Yeah, absolutely. she she, she, <laughs>
0: came she.
3: I thought you only saw him she, she's as got Bob a she, she. in the dreams. No,
0: some people, because I said it, I said this in the last episode too. Like when Renette was in the train car, like when Laura died, mm-hmm. she saw Bob. I'm just she having didn't so see much trouble Leland. with this. I feel like
3: yeah. either it's well too <clears throat> thought out or not <laughs> thought out enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's hard to be like, oh, how does he just shape shift? Sh- yeah, shape shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Like, because Mike can't do that. Or. But they they look the same yeah, anyway. So it it's just matter. so confusing. Right,
0: that doesn't matter. Yeah. If the rules applied to both of them, yeah, then I could handle it. I think it's almost just easier. Like, yeah, yeah, but I also think that it doesn't because Mike just doesn't matter in that way. Because you can,
3: I mean, there's not that many worn armors. Right, but he's also around. around.
0: Yeah, and he's not. He he's not. He is not to the story as Bob is. Like killing people, Mike's yeah. not. And she for sure was seeing Bob. When she was being molested, she was seeing Bob. She was not seeing her dad. However, I do think at some point near the very end of her death, she figured out what or who Bob was. And with that line of that goes back to, was it Jacoby saying she allowed herself to be killed? I think that was Mm -hmm. because she was in so much pain with the molestation that that's how she came to terms with it. And that was the only way to stop her pain was to die
1: super tragic we actually find out a lot about laura just from this yes from the secret diary and Mm -hmm. this is this is her her darkest moments like this is her worst pain yeah and we're just now finding out that from childhood she's been traumatized it's been going on yeah and that that trauma that damage is what has made her so susceptible to i guess other men approaching her that way it's like well this is my life right this is what i'm good for basically yeah and, and she basically
0: needs all those other vices to take her mind off that other yeah, pain. Yeah, she has Whether to be on drugs, it's the drugs to or sleeping with other yeah, people needs,
1: or she, yeah, those releases just anything drinking. Yeah, the drinking, anything to take her mentally somewhere else yep. so that the pain isn't at the forefront. It's awful. Yep. So also in the diary she says, "One day I'm going to tell the world about Benjamin Horn." Yep. I'm going to tell them who he really is and I guess, from a friend of my father's. Bob is a friend of my father's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell the world about Ben Horn, who he really is. Yeah. Uh, this kind of puts it in Cooper's head that that's the man they're looking for. And
0: Audrey comes in, mm-hmm. almost on cue, yeah. once he reads the Ben Horn line and reveals that he's the owner of One-Eyed Jack and so that he slept with Laura. Mm-hmm. And he, I love it because he looks kind of back at the diary papers on the table. Like, holy smokes. Yeah. He's like, wait a second, I just read this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's
1: all coming together.
0: Yeah, Audrey seems a little concerned about them arresting
1: her dad. But, I mean, even if even if not for the murder, he needs to be arrested. Yeah, for other things. For lots of other things. Oh, yeah. He's a shady individual. Yeah, yeah just kind of lets Truman know that they're looking for Ben Horne. They're going to need a warrant because they're going to the Great Northern to take him down. They bust in on him while he's having a business transaction with Mr. Tojomora. Mr. Tojomora, Tyler. Mr. Gosh.
0: Tojomura.
1: Gosh. Jerry checked out the bank in Osaka. Everything looks good. They're ready to move forward, but... uh they're not going to make this deal. Nope. So yeah, the dream team shows up. Dream team busts in. Yep. Who is it? Cooper, Truman, Hawk, and there's a fourth one. Is it Andy? Yeah. No, Andy's not there. Oh, uh, I, I forgot to mention real back, real quick. Back at uh, Harold Smith's apartment, mm-hmm. as they're taking the note off of him and trying to get him down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think uh, it's Truman that goes. Man, it's a good thing Andy wasn't here to see this one. Yes,
2: that's <laughs> like, a great, great line. That's a good call. Callback call
1: to yeah. Yeah, Andy would not have been able to handle that.
0: No. Where is Andy? We see it. I mean he was in the he was in the station at the beginning with the line lineup. He's practicing
1: he? practicing his trumpet. Yeah, they uh <clears throat> they say that they're gonna need him to come with them. And like, Well, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Can you be a little more specific as to what this is about? It's like, yeah, we want to talk to you about killing Laura Palmer. How's that?
2: Yeah. Is
0: that specific enough for you? <laughs> I still I can't it's hard for me to take Truman seriously sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> his delivery kind of makes me chuckle. <laughs> but then Ben just tries to shoo them. Yeah. He's like, go away. shoot, yeah, Go. Stop. Go. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. Yeah. He tries to escape through his little escape door, the one that Hank <laughs> shows up in from time to time. But he says,
1: you can come with us, or we can drag you out of your lobby in handcuffs. I'm going to get a sandwich.
3: <laughs> it's so weird. Well, he loves sandwiches. They're baguettes. Yeah, but like... <laughs> baguettes. <laughs> baguettes. Begin the baguettes. Yeah. <laughs> Benign. Benign. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I feel like he should... I mean... I, it's common sense to me. I feel like that if the police are confronting you, mm-hmm. to come with them, yeah, the you, easy way or the hard way, you go with just them. just go. You saying I'm doing business and then mm-hmm. trying to leave the room, yeah, is not going to fly. <laughs> like no, you thought running he was away get from away? the is just,
1: yeah. And as as he's trying to escape for a sandwich, they <laughs> scoop him up and just no, no.
3: I
2: love no! that <laughs> his glasses fall off. Yep.
0: They're magically back on, like, 15 seconds later. It's magic, um, magic in Twin, it's Twin Peaks. Magic in Twin Peaks, but yeah. Oh, it is no. Andy. It is Andy. All right, awesome. I'm yeah. glad he's there. Yeah, Ben Horn's reaction's there when he's saying no. No, 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 no,
2: no.
1: Like, you are obviously guilty for something now. Like, yeah. uh, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. So they, um, they drag him out of there, leaving Tojimura and,
0: yeah, and his man. Yeah, just confused. quiet and yep. Cooper's, uh, what does he do? A little, the, a little <laughs> nod. A little bow. Yeah, yeah, a little bow, yeah. Pardon me? I'm sorry? So back to the sheriff's station. They brought Ben in uh, to hold him for the questioning of the murder of Laura Palmer. Uh, Andy and Hawk, I believe, take him down to... I guess the cell. Mm. Because it it leaves just Cooper and lobby. Yeah. And an amazing, amazing shot. Uh, Cooper and Truman are, they have their backs to the camera. They're watching them leave. Log Mm. Lady steps into frame. You just see the log. log, Yeah, yeah. sorry, just the log. It's perfect. Mm. They turn around because they feel her presence. Yes. Um, And they start to walk towards her. And uh, she says,
2: We don't know what will happen or when. But there are owls
0: in the roadhouse. Roadhouse. I missed that. I know. I <laughs> looked over and you were like on your phone, and I was like, "God, Tyler, you're
2: missing it." I it's did so not.
3: I did not hear that. I love it so much. It's, I heard
0: her say that, but I didn't hear him. That. <sighs> that's that's a real close, like second line of the night for me. <laughs> that was that falls so close because I just love it. He's just like roadhouse. And the next line is is just as good. I love it because he this is where he says something is happening. Something is happening. Isn't, happening? Isn't it, Margaret? Yeah. Whew. It gives me goosebumps. I'm like cuz I know like kind of what's coming and I'm just like
1: oh. I think I think this might be the single most effective shot for me
0: yeah. in this episode. Yeah. it's so it's so the
1: concern on her face. Yep. Like up against like Truman's confusion. Yeah, because Truman's and Cooper's just, understanding. Because
0: Truman's so out of the loop with anything, you know, like that spiritual and, <laughs> and Twin Peaks. Odd but, for the book Bookhouse boy. Yeah, I know, right. This scene is it is wonderful. Like I said, I I got goosebumps watching. Even though I've seen it a million times and I know what's coming, I just it sets up the rest of the episode so well. Yeah, very good. Yeah,
1: I like this one. So <laughs> <laughs> we're at Pete's house, which I love Pete's house. I just really, Great. I really took it in watching this scene where he's just making himself a midnight snack Yep, and it just turns out you get glass of milk too, right? Yeah. Glass of milk too. Yeah. And you get the scope
0: of his, his little kitchen situation and I love it. I want that place. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty we- sure they based, I know that's a set, but I'm pretty sure they based it exactly off the actual house that they filmed out in the pilot. Mm. And that is like, like the place with the rock where Lars body is. That's, yeah. that's a real place. I don't have the name of it on hand, but that is a place that I know that you I know. think
3: it's called Palmer Rock. Palmer Rock. <laughs> oh,
2: Palmer Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go
0: visit Palmer Rock. Um, I know a lot of fans have gone there, and I don't. I think the owners are. I don't. I don't even know if it's like a actual house or what exactly it is, but I know that the people who own it are. Very, no, 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 not actually. <laughs> apparently, not at all. From what I've, from what i Oh, I've that's read, awesome. But maybe. Maybe they are not. They're not like the people who own uh Marty McFly's house from back to the future. Mm-hmm. They hate guests.
2: <laughs> showing up,
0: And I think they've lived there like the whole time. Like you, you can move. Well, I was just like, so we were actually really loved. I mean, they could probably make a killing off that
1: property too. True. Yeah. So we were at this, uh, twin peaks themed pub last night and
3: the Bookhouse pub.
1: Yeah. And we're just sitting there chatting about the series and mentioning a bunch of stuff around the place about it. Just, when I was just like, huh, owls, huh, stickers, huh. And it's, I can just see that sort of fandom coming in, sitting oh, at your bar all the time 100%. is just probably eye-rollingly annoying. Right. And so to be the owner of a property right. that is a a site like that where nothing but like hardcore fans come to just look at it and be there and take pictures. Yeah, just they like, show up wrapped oh, in plastic and lay down by the rock. Yeah. They come popping up. Can
0: you take a picture, please? <laughs>
1: I'm just going to lay down here like a fish in the percolator. Perfect. It's really cool that they're actually really cool about it. Yeah. Because it would be easy to be very annoyed. Yeah.
0: So Pete. (laughs) Yeah. So Pete.
1: (laughs) Awesome house. There's a shadowy figure in Martell Manor. Yeah. There's a shadowy figure in Martell Manor and he turns around with his plate and his glass and almost runs dead on into Tojimura. Yep, like, watch it, Buster. You better get out of here. He calls him Buster (laughs) Buster. so many times. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And uh, Mr. Tojimura does something a little unexpected. I've been attracted to you since we met. Kisses. Lance one on him. Man. Cookies and milk everywhere. I knew
0: it. That was another great singer for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as...
0: Started speaking in a
1: female voice.
0: Yeah. I knew it! <laughs> now, what I really love about this, Tyler, is in the last episode we did for Demons, you made a point where you said, why is Pete in this scene and why is he with Tojimura? Yeah. Like, it just feels pointless. Yeah. And now we have this reveal of yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, I mean that still doesn't explain why he's there. Well, I think what you said or one of us said about him being lonely and just going. I mean, cause I'm sure it's just, this is what you do in twin peaks. You just go hang have out at the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the hotel. Yeah. Um, hotel. But no, I loved that. Cause I was, that's what I was thinking when you were saying it, I was like, Oh, one more episode. Little does he know, <laughs> <laughs> we are almost there. Because they needed to at least have an on-screen interaction for this to even be. Because he had to at least know of Toji Mora or have like you know an interaction for this to work better. I mean, it could have just happened.
3: Yeah, I mean, he anyway, he slice it, it's still somebody breaking into his house. Right? Yeah, yeah. So his reaction is right. Like That's true. Valid
0: either right. way. I just think it makes it better that they had already met and had yeah. a conversation. Yeah. But man, yeah, I love it. And then, and then he says, you look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Over. And then Catherine? he gets overjoyed of it because he's just like, oh my God, you're alive. The Cause... captions,
3: just terrible.
2: <laughs> ha ha, oh, yeah, he ha. Started,
0: yeah, he starts laughing <laughs> about it. I'm happy for Pete. This is probably the last like really happiest moment of <laughs> this episode. Which it's weird.
3: First of all, I have so many questions. Like why? Why? And where'd you get $5 million? Um, Right, yeah. She's realized, I guess Pete's the only one that ever actually loved her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she's... This is the first time we've ever seen her happy to interact with him.
1: They had that moment together in the first season where it was finally like they kind of reconnect with what their original feelings for each other were. And then immediately after that, she just disappears. right. So this is him having her back. Yep. Really. Uh, Next uh, is... Just a few, a few establishing shots of the Palmer household mm. until Sarah crawls Has into frame. Has this
3: record been skipping since this
1: morning? I have to assume so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ever since uh, Maddie told him she was leaving for Missoula.
0: Yes. And I could. love how you can take something so, you know, with the record player. It's in earlier in the episode, it's something so nice. And, you know, it's because it's playing the Louis Armstrong. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is just a, you know, a nice thing. Thing. Mm. <laughs> and then turn it when you start hearing the skipping. It's just, yeah. oh, like, is this triggering? Like yeah, th- something has changed, yeah. What's going on in here? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, so she's... Shivers. It almost like, looks like she's... I, I don't, I don't want to say like she's been beaten because she doesn't no. look like she's beaten, but it's... She's been drugged. We know this for a fact?
0: I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's been drugged.
1: She's moving as though she's been drugged. Yes. So she's crawling through the house... Calling out for Leland, who is in the room, and just
0: ignoring her, he's just doing his tie in the mirror. Is that here? Yeah, yeah. I think it comes back because they cut back to mm-hmm. this a few times. And so there's one where she's just crawling right, yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, and she that's calls down sort downstairs. of it. And yeah, we come, up. we come back. She's still on the floor crawling around. She looks up with this horrified look on her face, and she sees a pale white horse. its, with the it's really it. just a white with horse a, with a spotlight with on. a spotlight yeah. on it. Obviously, is, the spotlight becomes kind of prominent yes.
2: here.
1: Of course, a, a white horse typically represents death. I mm-hmm. did not know that. Isn't it a oh, biblical yeah. thing? Like in yeah, like yeah. Revelations? Death rides the white horse okay, in the yeah. apocalypse. Yeah, The pale horse. The pale
0: horse. And the one who rode on him was death. Johnny Cash. Cool. So but, it's not just like, oh, there's a horse here. Yeah. <laughs> <It's, yeah. laughs> which is, yeah, an easy, which I, is what which I thought. Which isn't easy, yeah. Yeah, somebody who doesn't have that connection is
1: like, why is there a horse here? What's funny is <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: when uh, Leah watched, this for the first maybe I think it might have been before she saw it but she was before she watched Twin Peaks but knew of Twin Peaks because I'd already started watching it she was watching the 90s like docu-series on uh from CNN I think it's on Netflix mm-hmm. and there was one just about TV mm-hmm. and it goes pretty much in order of the decade so pretty within like the first five minutes there's a mention of Twin Peaks and how it sort of changed everything but mm-hmm. the, the like main shot they show is the horse like Sarah looking up at the horse like that's what they show so I remember <laughs> Lee goes she's like well I know it has something to do with like a horse <laughs> I was like
2: yeah all of it
0: I mean it's a cool shot it's visually it? yeah. I don't know I think it's I mean I a horse weird. in the house it is weird yeah. yeah it is weird but it's I think it's cool
3: how they get that horse in there
1: horses don't go in houses come on time well, how do they get <laughs> how do they get cars in the malls we may never know <laughs>
0: You just blew his mind. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, then we get the shot of Leland looking in the mirror. And that's all we see is just him looking in the mirror. Mm. I actually, if if I have to gripe about something in this episode, I don't like that that's shown here. This is before the reveal. Yeah. This is just, mm. we just get a shot of him standing there. I just, I don't like that it's
1: there really. I don't mind it. It's I think it kind of solidifies that Leland is just completely detached from the world around him. So here's Sarah collapsing behind him on the floor, calling out for him, and he's just not. And present. that's what makes but me think if, that
3: he's if he, he's the cause of that. If she was drugged, then Which, it would be from him, and he would. I kept waiting for a shot where he, where Sarah was laying on the ground, passed out, and he turned around and just like stepped over, her, not even right giving her a second right. thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you said is yeah. what is what I believe is that he drugged her so that she couldn't witness what he was about to do. Right. So
3: is that, we can assume that that's just happened every time. Like anytime Laura was molested Most by int- him. I think, Ooh. I think a hundred percent. Yes. I think Which think is so why too. she's so messed up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sarah couldn't do anything about wow. it. Wow. So the triumphant return of Julie Cruz at yeah, the roadhouse. Back to the roadhouse. I love it.
3: Voice of an angel. Rocking back. In is South that what the or? return is about? Yeah. The return, return of, the Cruz of Julie Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: It's a behind the music. It's great. Records. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's great to, to see her back. But I love behind the scenes. things. Something in her apart. life
3: has turned around. Cause she mm-hmm. looks happier. She's yeah, she dressing
0: does. more vibrantly. Yeah. Yeah. She's not like kind of in a sort of biker. <laughs> right. Get up from the pilot. Yeah. Sailors are there. Everyone's there. Not, well, Sucking not everyone, sailors. but a lot of people are there. Bobby's at the bar and, mm-hmm. uh, Sitting Jane, next to the waiter. Sitting next to the waiter. <laughs> uh, senior drool Cup. I wondered. I looked over at you because there is, I didn't shot, see him right, until there is a shot. There is a shot. And there is a shot where, before that where there's, you, you see him sitting. You'll catch it now because yeah. you know that he's there. Right. But I wondered. I looked at you and you didn't react. Yeah. You were looking at Bobby, Yeah, but you didn't see the waiter sitting next. Yeah. And then we've got Donna and James uh, who are there, and they're mainly talking about. You know they heard about Harold Smith. Yeah, and they died. James tells
3: Donna that Maddie's leaving, and Donna's yeah. like, "Well, she didn't say anything about it to me." Yeah, mm. that's
0: interesting. Yeah, and then they uh, continue to sit yeah. there and eat peanuts. Man, I are they eating peanuts? peanuts? I don't know if they are. <laughs> they may they, not be. Their their tables covered. With okay. Peanuts. It, okay, it kind
1: of looks like James is just taking peanuts apart on yeah. the on the table, which sounds like a James thing to do. Yeah,
3: like I don't like peanuts, but I love to break them open. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think that's kind of what it is for me. Like anytime there is like table peanuts. I like to open it and I don't really enjoy the peanut proper, but oh, I do. it is very satisfying to crack it open and get the meat. Oh yeah. I actually I, I like uh James and Donna's interaction here. Yes,
0: I do too. When so, she starts singing to him. I think it's nice.
1: That, that is nice. He's just doesn't want her to feel guilty about what happened to Harold. Yeah. And she feels like she violated his entire existence. Yeah. Well, I think
0: she kinda knows that this because of her actions, this is this has led to Harold dying. But James is right cannot, that cannot feel good, yeah. And James is murderer. right too that he
1: was a sick man, and yes, like it's not entirely her fault. Yeah,
0: they both have their points. Yeah,
1: regarding that, it's it's a real give and take it's there. A sad it's, story. it's a morally touchy area. Yeah, it's a sad story. Donna still loves James because she's seeing that she wants him rocking back in her heart. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of all we get well, out. She's of that. just
0: returning the favor from when he sang to her. But the last
1: time he sang to her, it started all the problems with Maddie. So. <laughs> That's, true. That's
0: true. Yeah. So then we get the arrival of the trio. We get mm-hmm. uh, Sheriff Truman, Agent Cooper, and the Log Lady, mm-hmm. who take a nice center seat at the roadhouse.
1: They're just jamming.
0: They are. I love it. Log Ladies enjoying the music. I love she's tapping the log with her hand. I love that. Cooper's it's, grooving
1: too. He's yeah, got he is. Yeah, bet, yeah,
3: yeah. I bet she's killer at the wood block.
1: Oh, dude. Oh, gotta be
0: her favorite instrument. Yeah.
1: She performs say. for the log every night. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Oyster Colt.
0: Yes. Yeah, they, um, they're um. they there just enjoying the sights and sounds of the roadhouse.
3: It is a very somber, like kind of everyone's just there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: I love the transition, Oops. too, when it transitions from the rocking back inside my heart to the world spins because it gets like a very somber, like, okay. But I love it because they're still – I think they're still showing, like, the sailors, like, kind of sitting there drinking and, you know, cutting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Where are Where these the damn sailors from? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> they're, they're just kind of in town. Yeah, like they're the just same in way town. There's... There's,
0: Just like any other people in town. There's always some group
1: of something. Like we had the barbershop quartet. Yeah. There was the swimsuit models.
0: Yep. Now we've got a bunch of sailors.
1: The lumber queens.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Lumber
2: queens.
0: But yeah, so then we don't get to enjoy this too long because- the band kind of fades away. If band fades away, a spotlight appears. A spotlight shown on Cooper um, or the reflection of the spotlight. Mm -hmm. Um, Our good old friend, Jeff the Giant, is back. (laughs) All right, all right. The giant and the waiter are they in connected in kabuts? I think you're right. Are I they the right. owls? I think you're right. I think they're owls. Yep. I like that you made that connection. I'm glad you at least you know put that together. That they only show up together. Together. Just yeah.
3: those two, and then yeah. Jean
0: Renault. It's a, uh, he's an owl. Right. The waiter <laughs> we established that. We're, <laughs> we're still chasing that dragon. Senior Drill Cup <laughs> and the giant are a double. Again, with with the giant, we get. I think the most just haunting and chilling line of the episode. Mm-hmm. And he says it twice. Another double. Mm-hmm.
3: I've yeah. heard about <laughs> you. <laughs> I
0: wish. Uh, no, he says it is happening again. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Cooper doesn't know. I assume he doesn't know. He's no, he trying to he figure it out. Saying. Yeah. He's trying to process this clue mm-hmm. that he's being given. Um, yeah. Cause
1: for him, it, it should be like, is this another puzzle? Yeah. like, But he, no, he's just telling you straight up. Like, like yeah, it, it is, is happening, happening again. again. If you know what it is,
0: <laughs> then you'll know that it is happening again. Then do something about it. If not, yeah. just know it is happening again. This is again. the something is happening, isn't it, Margaret? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that This is what's happening. I love it, too, because I think this is after the, more towards the end, but Tyler looked Tyler looked over and he, because, uh, you know, everything's kind of wrapping up in the episode. And you just, you just go, what is happening? And I go, it. Is <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Um, but anyway, so now we get the transition back to the Palmer household. Mm-hmm.
1: Leland's still in the mirror. And he looks very pleased with himself fixing his tie up. Yeah, smiling. smiling, smiling, very proudly. Is
0: Leland the smiling bag? Is Bob the bag? I know it's a stretch, but like Bob's the death bag. Yeah, the death exactly. Ooh. I'll catch you with my I've, death bag. I've heard death bag. Right, <laughs> Bob. He says I'll catch you with my death bag. Mm-hmm. Leland is smiling, so is Bob the bag around Leland. I think there might because be Bob a is smiling. That? Yeah, maybe. I know it's a that? little bit of a stretch, but it's one of those things that I love in the show that just it makes you think. Like, could this be that it? Yeah, it's posited enough that
1: you could... Because
0: Bob is all, he's, wears a smile. Mm-hmm. Yep, that could very well be. Definitely, this is, again, probably one of the more iconic shots of the series, just the mirror with Bob. Because, man, you just you get that cut, and then Bob's just there in the yeah. mirror. Yeah.
1: He looks back, and uh, Bob is smiling back at him in the mirror.
0: You get kind of that weird, like, his face cut over him, kind of how they did uh, in season one, was it, with... when? Who Was Sarah looking at? Was it Maddie and seeing? Uh, she was like, Oh, Donna. Donna Donna that's right. Seeing Laura. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar to that, that kind of effect. He turns, Bob turns, he turns, and Leland turns, and he
3: pulls out these latex gloves. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: He almost gets, I don't know if he's surprised, but it, I think he's, it's unexpected that Maddie starts calling down because I don't know if his, his plan was to go to kill Sarah or if he was planning to kill mm-hmm. Maddie the entire time. I, think I, don't, I don't think
3: he turn. was going to kill Sarah because. I think that's just what he's always done. Yeah. If that ties into the drugging of every time Bob's around, Mm -hmm. so she's not wise to anything. Right. Then she just
0: does her own thing. But yeah, she calls out to him. She runs down. She says it smells like something's burning. Yes. I think that's what kind of caught her attention to come down. Mm -hmm. So here we can put in the connection to what Jacoby said in the hospital when they were questioning him about the night Jacques was murdered. Mm Mm-hmm. That he smelled something that smelled like scorched engine oil. So we can just presume when Bob is taking over, well, this is how I take it, mm-hmm. is when Bob is taking over Leland, that just <coughs> basically puts out the smell. That's yeah, weird. I, I relate it to like,
1: if he's a demon, then it's like this infernal. Yeah, like fire. Yeah. Fire smell. Fire smell, yeah. yeah.
3: Fire walks with Leland. I don't know. Taking a little liberties with this Bob guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Bob here Lydick we... Bob just about my best friend in the whole world. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Love that. So yeah, so she comes down the stairs. She, obviously the smell has gotten more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks up to where Leland is and sees Bob. Bobbert. Does that mean she's damned? Yes. Yes. And yeah, it's interesting here because again, we got the spotlight. Same spotlight on the horse. Kind of similar to the spotlight we see at the roadhouse. I mm-hmm. think there's just the kind of spirit connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, just more of a visual thing than like, well, what it, does the spotlight mean? It's only, <laughs> a, it's only a spotlight. It's just a visually, like, it just stands out. Yeah. It's only
1: a spotlight when we see Bob. Yeah. When it cuts back to showing Leland, there's no spotlight. Correct. There's also that. So it's that, like, Bob But that's, is, that's all just for yeah. us.
3: Maddie would have just been seeing Bob that whole time, right? right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. I would presume so, yes. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, she looks up, she sees Bob, and he just starts chasing her. And
0: yeah, he runs after her.
1: And this this scene goes for a long very time, very, a long very long time. time. He chases her around the room, like kind of catches her and throws her.
0: It's an uncomfortable it's long time. because even that first thing that happens. A
1: lot of it's in slow mo.
0: Yeah, even that yeah, that first thing that happens, uh he literally runs over and punches her.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, punches are right pretty in the quick face. yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh my
0: god, this is This is this on is ABC. A, yeah, this is on ABC. <laughs> I remember seeing a lot reading a lot about that too, that it was definitely one of the
3: controversial Yeah, like death
0: mm-hmm. scene, one of the most controversial death scenes that aired on Does you she know, die?
1: television. Yeah. Um what? Yeah, it's a brutal, brutal killing. No, I didn't
3: I didn't I mean I guess if he stuffed the letter under her fingernail. Yeah. I guess now I'm realizing that she's dead, but I didn't nothing in that moment made me think that those seven punches to the face
1: killed her. Uh, it wasn't seven punches. It was, okay, so he punches her until she goes limp and then kind of cuts back to Leland, who keeps crying out for Laura as he's holding her body and dancing around the room. And then Bob kind of takes over again. And he says, Lela says, you're going back to Missoula, Montana, as he smashes her face into the wall. Oh, yeah, I forgot and breaks that. a picture frame. Yeah, yeah that's kind of how that is. Oh, after
3: all the chin kissing.
1: Oh yeah, that's that Bob.
0: Weird stuff. It is weird, yeah. That's Bob feeding on fear. Mm. Dude's chin like, kisses. Yeah, dude's. It's like an. an he's like. It, he looks like an animal. Like what yeah. he's doing. It looks like, like an he, animal. Like he doesn't know what a kiss is. Feasting so he's on just their prey, sucking on her chin. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah if you picture like a, a cougar
1: taking down a gazelle. Yeah, it's kind of that like to the neck kind of yeah. thing. Yeah,
2: ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, I don't like it.
0: No. Yeah. You have so much talk about dreams in the show. This
1: is a nightmare. <laughs> Real nightmare of a scene. Goes I, on for a very long time, extremely uncomfortable and yeah. graphic and yeah. brutal.
0: Even the end is I don't like watching him putting the letter in the finger.
1: I don't either. That's really I don't cringy. Like that at all. He's got an exacto knife at the ready with with, yeah. the, with an,
0: which oh, I don't mean, think he's a serial killer. Ever.
3: That would work. <laughs> yeah. I mean Did Bob murder
0: Jacques? Or was it Leland Leland? Yeah, I don't know. Because he
3: he had the smell. Yeah. And then he taped his wrists.
0: Which seems like he... I remember you making that point too about taping the rest. You're just like, like how he's did done he this know? Before. Yeah, he's done yeah. this before. Yeah. yeah, I remember having that reaction too. I was like, yeah, yeah. I think Bob was driving in that scenario. Okay, because then he wakes up and when the thing comes, so <laughs> yeah, is
3: Leland then aware of everything that Bob does? Because he confessed
0: to murdering Jacques. So, because would he have put a letter under Jacques' finger?
3: I don't know. No. Because that was kind of like covering his mm-hmm. tracks or something. No, that like. that wasn't
1: like I want to kill you. No. There's there's just a lot of gray area
3: in this whole Bob thing, and obviously I'm having a really hard time with it.
1: <laughs> You're like <laughs> Sheriff Truman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: great yeah you um, are that's exactly what I you are the sheriff truman of this <laughs>
0: of this i can i can i mean i i think but it's like they're kind of just one the same we like we spoke of earlier bob's always with leland he comes out you know in these in these moments
1: yeah. yeah i don't i don't think he ever fully gives control to leland no like he look at the the scene where he's talking about being shady in the office with ben horn like just listing off all these like, bad things to do i mean and if he's been with him for 40 years like when was the last time Leland really had control over what he was doing? Right. So I, I think yeah, because he found
0: him when he was a boy.
1: Yeah. All all the killing, all the shady
0: dealings. Mm-hmm. No just, wonder he's all him there. making him do what he does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do have some things to talk about with this scene. So obviously this was a big deal when mm-hmm. they filmed it. Yes. And it was a very secretive thing. They filmed. Apparently this was a very intense day of shooting. I don't even think the cast knew exactly how which one was going to be the killer, um, and certainly not Leland or Ben poor Cheryl Lee. They spent a whole, uh, one whole day and she shot this three times. She shot it with Ben Horn. She shot it with Leland and shot it with Bob. And they even cut and edited it as all of them and sent them out to cover their tracks. Like they were, you know, even like the crew and production didn't know which one was like the actual ending Hmm. until it aired basically. So they, she had to do it. Yeah. And that was like a whole day um there's a famous story where lynch i think it was lynch probably lynch frost and then all those people i just mentioned and probably frank silva who plays bob but they were all in a room for them to tell them who it was going to be and they told ray wise like the famous quote is like it was you it was always you Mm -hmm. ray i think hated it like he did not (laughs) he's like i wanted because he kind of because it kind of i know he has said that he had a young i think a young daughter at the time and he Mm -hmm. just couldn't fathom having this you know having to do any of this and being this character? Yeah. How do you perform this? Yes. Um, but he says no. It's uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to because there's still some stuff that's coming up that I'm don't want to say. There's more to this story that I'm gonna say soon, so that can be to be continued. Um, but yeah, that's just some some interesting trivia about how this all went down. It's like
1: even while I was watching the scene play, I was like, to actually have to do this for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Must have just been awful. Yeah. Phenomenal performance from Cheryl Lee. Yes. Uh, yep.
0: I was going to say that too, who's like, this is like her first acting thing. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she literally was hired at the beginning just to play the body. And yeah. then David Lynch saw more. In and now her. she's died twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Brutally, two yeah. times. <laughs> yes. yeah. Her character just does not get any breaks nah. <laughs> at and all. They need to
3: stop bringing her on the show. <laughs> yeah. But, um, which I guess she would be out. Of the show now, unless there's a lot of red room shit coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's take a moment for for Maddie, who that was one. a much better character than I'm sure Laura ever could have
0: been. Jeez, could let's I have, have a moment. No, I got in beef with Maddie. She orders cherry cokes and doesn't pay for them. She doesn't <laughs> even drink them. All right,
3: then we'll do a short
1: one.
2: No, I'm glad she's dead. <laughs>
0: I'm not.
1: Uh, I hated it. I I didn't like that.
0: So as this ends, we transition from Maddie laying on the floor in the living room of the Palmer house, back to the roadhouse with the giant still staring at Cooper and Cooper still trying to process what, what is happening. He's doing a really good job of like,
3: yeah, with no, like no talking or anything. You you can tell that he's like trying to figure something
0: out. The emotion in his face in this scene is amazing. This is my favorite scene of, of twin peaks. Yeah, I th- I love this. This whole thing so much. I've gone back and watched I'll tell you not hundreds of times it feels like. There's a clip on YouTube where someone's edited pretty much the whole Roadhouse sequence, mm-hmm. but they cut out the killing part. Mm-hmm. Because I, it happens at the same right, time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I and I just It's so, happening again. Yeah, I I love it. It is it gives me goosebumps like every time I watch it.
1: Yeah, well you you kind of see the shockwave of it happening yeah. spread through yeah. the Roadhouse. Not everybody knows exactly what's happened. No. But that emotion
0: repeats for everybody. Yep. yep. Even Bobby. so even, it's funny it's interesting because Bobby cuz it's Bobby, just like yeah. what is Bobby feeling? Mm-hmm. My theory that I like to to use is that Cooper is a strong sender. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> See <laughs> feel that. I love that cuz he can just tell like what something's in the air here like what yeah. is going on. I feel, he has that Laura like... and he has that Laura connection too and I think it's just all all of that just coming up. Just emotional.
1: Donna starts crying. You can tell. James and even, feels with them, something, yeah, and not, even with them, yeah. And even with them, I mean, they
0: is. might. I think. I think part of it could be. I mean, obviously, they don't know that what's happened to Maddie, but I think their emotions even just stem from the stuff with Harold. It's just all coming up, you know, mm-hmm. like this awful, awful like thing in a vulnerable state already. Yes. And then, yeah, and I think that's that's more of probably what she's upset about. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just the combination of just everything that is going on in this moment. Yeah, but but
1: to show. Show Bobby with that look on his face to show Cooper mm-hmm. feeling something, mm-hmm. Donna crying. Even like the log lady looks over at him. Yeah. You know, like we, like, like everybody
0: just feels yeah, yeah, yeah. that Bob has killed again. Yeah. And we can't leave out Senior Jewel Cup comes over. It's so oh, good. Right. Slowly mm-hmm. as he does. Uh, I kept
3: waiting for a thumbs up.
0: Yeah. Not, no, not, this, this, is this is not this is is too somber yeah. of a moment for a thumbs but up. But he's weird. But he's <laughs> great in the, I think he's so great in this because he just, he pats him on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Cooper's still like,
2: Trying to figure the out look, what's Yeah, happening. like,
0: what is going on? And he just says, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another great contender for a that. I just love the delivery. And then he just walks away, and Cooper's still just. <laughs> what? Like, what are you sorry about? Yeah.
1: What I was trying to make sense of was why the waiter says, I'm so sorry. And my theory is, like, that he gave him the best clues he could with what was available to him to get him to Stop this from happening. Did he give him any? He couldn't do it
0: well, like you said earlier about the waiter and the giant, they're connected, right?
1: They are connected. Yes, I'm yes. trying to, but adult. they're
3: existing in the at the same time in the same space.
0: Well, they don't, they don't appear at the same time, so they're just I mean, the giant bouncing back and well, forth. Well, the giant, too, is also only appearing to Cooper. That's
1: what I think it is. Like, I tried to help and I couldn't,
0: yeah, I think so too.
3: Man, well, <laughs> well you could have, could have just said, yeah, you could have tell me it. what it is. Yeah. That's no
1: fun. Yeah, there may be some restrictions as to <clears throat> how much he's able to say or do. I think so. I don't know. I don't
0: know. The, I don't know the dream logic of it. Yeah, we don't know the spirit logistics. Whew, what? Yeah, that was lonely souls. What an episode! Like I said, I've watched that last scene hundreds of times. It never gets old to me. I think like that is that is Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Like that is. Just to me, just, just the essence of this show, the mood, the imagery, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing.
1: It's it's tense, it's
0: effective, it's dramatic. Goose, it's goosebumps.
1: It's just, yeah, it's just chills and thrills.
0: Chills and thrills. Shall we get into our damn fine lines the night? I guess that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start. Um, it should be obvious. Based on how much I, I've said I loved it, but my damn fine line of the night is the giant saying, "It is happening again.
3: It is happening again." Mm. It's
1: goosebumps. Yeah, yeah it, It's so foreboding. Yeah, it's it so really good. Is.
3: I just, it's just frustrating. I need, like, what? Tell me, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening?
0: Well, that's boring. It's not. You don't want to get told. Because like, it would just be great. You're just like the audience that wanted <laughs> Laura Palmer's killer reveal. That's no fun. It's fun like, to talk and speculate. And
3: he figured it out and then like busted in and saved Maddie. Matty doesn't like. And then Maddie doesn't drink a though. Bob. And then Bob's spirit went and into <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Then there's, laughs> that's, that's no fun, Tyler. I that's think so that's fun. awesome. Uh, that's no fun. <laughs>
0: That's Twin Peaks jumping the shark. that be some fanfic, yeah. Comic book. Oh, there's a lot of fanfic. I look there. forward
1: to reading your fanfiction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. You can post it on our uh, live journal.
1: Dave. Yeah, I have a line. So when <laughs> better when Pete and Catherine are reunited, and there's the initial like surprise that it's her, and then the joy, and he hugs her, she says, <laughs> "You look terrible."
2: <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs>
3: ah, it's too good. Yeah. Super good. Tyler. Mine is Benjamin Horn when he is trying mm. to evade the law enforcement.
1: Says. I'm going to go out for a sandwich. Ben
0: hadn't had his dinner yet. <laughs> he hadn't. <laughs> he was... It's like I really need to. You can't before. be interrogated on an empty <laughs> stomach. Exactly, exactly that.
1: I had one of these things every day when I was over there.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: that was our damn fine lines of the night.
2: Hey, bye. Well,
1: we all have an opinion about this episode, and yeah. the best way I think to really encapsulate these feelings is to put them on a scale. A scale of one to five, let's say, James Hurley foreheads.
0: Oh, you mean the forehead that he had in this show?
1: (laughs) That's the one. I think it's time for Talking Foreheads.
2: Talking Foreheads. I can't. I just can't.
0: James! Well, maybe James can't, but I can. This is five foreheads all the way to the top.
2: just five. I love it.
3: Goosebumps. I'm gonna have to give it five foreheads as well.
2: Just five.
1: Yeah, the this cup runneth over. It's it's a Just five four header. Yeah. Wow. I, I I think it would be an injustice to not give this across the board five four heads. Yep. Five bob. That's another.
3: That's thirty four heads in two weeks. Five bob heads. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Lots to talk about, a lot to cover on this episode. Uh, if there's anything that we missed, you can let us know. I'm sure we did. You can send us an email. We have talkingbackwardspod at gmail.com.
0: You can also find us on Twitter at Talking Backward, and I would love it if you would give us a nice rating over on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Helps
1: people find us, helps us know what we can do better or what we're not doing well. Love the feedback. Love the feedback. Need more of that. Keep it coming. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at talkingbackwardspod. Tyler. Tyler
3: anchor we are looking for a twin peaks board game It'll if be you original. can help us locate a copy of the twin peaks board game we will be playing it on air
1: on a segment we call talking board games so help us out oh uh, we'll see you na- uh, next week on talking backwards thank you so much for listening a uh, goodbye
0: thank talking you. backwards is part of the dunk jangle podcast network Talking Backwards is part of the Dunk Jingle Podcasting Network. Talking Backwards was recorded in
3: front
1: of a live studio audience. If you like what you hear on Talking Backwards, be sure to check out the rest of the shows available on the Dunk Jingle Podcast Network. There aren't any others.
0: We are the network. The
3: the DJPN. You've just been made a fool of. (laughs)
0: Look at you Googling non-existent things.